Welcome to The Well Podcast. We pray that this message ministers to you and blesses you as you listen. I do have a message prepared this morning, and I realize that with God's outpouring of spirit this morning, that, that, that we cannot top that. We cannot. There's nothing we can do. If God moved on you this morning, if he blessed your life, there's no word that's going to top that, and I don't even want to try, honestly. Um, uh, but, but I do have a word, and it goes along a lot with what we said, and so I, I've spent the last few minutes trying to figure out how am I going to condense this into something brief um, that, that, that'll be edifying, that, that, that will be confirming, and that will, will grow in your spirit this morning. And I'm not sure quite how I'm going to do that. But um, let's, uh, let me just read the scripture um, because some of this came up this morning. Uh, and if you want to turn with me, I'm in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1. Let's start in verse, well, verses 3 and 4. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. All right, if you're following along, you got there, say, I got it. If you can see the screen, say, I can still see it, I got it, whatever. All right, everyone with me. So the scripture this morning is found in 2 Peter chapter 1. He is, uh, just some context here, he's, he's writing to the church. He's writing to the Christians that share like faith. And so he's, he's writing a word of encouragement here. And uh, it says, in starting in verse 3, and I'm reading out of the NLT, it says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Now I want you to look at your neighbor and, and tell him, everything means everything. All right, now turn to the neighbor on the other side of you that you tried to avoid the first time and tell him, everything means everything. Amen. It says, we have received all of this by coming to know him. And I could stop right there, and that is a word that should penetrate your heart and sit in your spirit. By coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. And these are the promises that enable you to share in his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Now, that, that is a mouthful of scripture right there. So let's pray and let's see if we can unpack this just a little bit. Heavenly Father God, thank you for your word. Father, that, that builds our soul, that edifies the spirit that lives within us. Father God, I just ask that you would soften every heart, Father, that you would, uh, Father, make room in every mind, Father, in every spirit that's here, Lord, that they might receive this word, that it might grow within them, that it might fan the flame of the Holy Spirit that's within them, Lord. May it, may it cause us to grow and draw closer to you, and I thank you for it this morning in Jesus' name. So the first thing I want to focus on is, is right at the beginning of the verse, it says, by his divine power. And I had to stop and think about that. What is his divine power? How would you describe his divine power? And I enjoyed this very much, and you'll see why in just a minute. But we can describe his divine power 
as something, is the ability to tap into a source that's not tied to the earth. It's not a power from the earth. It's not coal. It's not electric. It's not any of those things. It's not tied to the earth. It's a source that's bigger and more fantastic than we can imagine. And that might be one way to describe his divine power. Or we might describe that divine power as the creation speaking, earth-shaping, star-flinging, nation-shaking, water-withholding, dove-raining, manna-providing, rock-splitting, Water running, prophecy filling, cloud by day, fire by night presence. Dove descending, life speaking, cripple healing, sight restoring, leper cleansing, sin saving, life restoring, Holy Ghost filling, soul saving, sanctifying, divine nature of Jesus Christ. We might choose to call it that. And I think that's a great explanation because just like this morning, as things were going on this morning, all I could hear is the people need to be reminded of who I am. The people need to be reminded that we've got seeds in their life that have been planted, that through circumstances and difficulty, those things have allowed to, to stay planted. We've not had the right temperature in their life. We've not had the amount of water that we need for that seed to sprout and grow. And people have forgotten that seeds are planted. And so we just need to remind ourselves sometimes about the seeds that are planted in our life. The one who ultimately is doing the gardening and the cultivating in our life And then we can come into services like this today, and it can get watered. And that water can begin to to soften that soil, and that seed can begin to grow. And that seed initially grows in the dark. And in order for that seed to grow, in order for that plant to be produced, the seed actually has to die. It's no longer a seed when it sprouts. And then given the right time, the right care the right water, the right temperature, the right environment, that seed will break the ground and begin to grow. And I know this morning we had several things up here, and, and again, I cannot top what happened here this morning. I, and I hurt for one fellow that's not here this morning that he would be doing backflips if he were here this morning. And I had to send him some pictures and text during service. And I hated to do that because I just knew he's like, oh, and I missed it. And some of y'all know who I'm talking about. And y'all can talk to him later. But it's, it's through his power, nothing, nothing that we do. It's not through our effort. Now, we have to partner our effort with him. It's, it's not, you know, hey, you, you just go sit down. I'll take care of things and we're going to make things happen. No, God works through people. He works through you and I. And he imparts his power through us. And so there's an act of receiving this power that we have to do. He, he, you know, we we can look at an automotive shop, and it can have all the tools out there. But if you don't have someone to pick up the tools and take them to the car and put them in the right place, squeeze the, the trigger, press the button or whatever, the tools don't do anything on their own. So you've got to have someone that's willing to pick up those tools and is willing to move those tools and willing to use those for their intended purpose. And this is where we have to come to know him. This is what activates his divine nature within us. One, we have to be open to receive it, and then we have to be willing to move with it. So it's not enough that, that, that we have, 
the, the eyes to see into the spirit and the ears to hear, but we have to have the willingness to move with it. We have to have the, the willingness and the desire to sing the song and declare his goodness. And we've got to have the willingness to sing along with that and to allow that word to penetrate our heart, to get in our bodies, for it to change from a song to a personal declaration over our lives. We've got to have the, the willingness to, to not just have a cranial knowledge of how things are, but we've got to let it soak into our spirit and our soul and activate places within us. We've got to let that Holy Spirit be able to live and move and, 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 and be obedient to that, that unction and the call that it has on our lives and how it moves us. One of the beautiful things this morning that I saw was, was some people that, that normally wouldn't come up here and pray for people, come up and pray for people. And I knew that the Holy Spirit had tugged on those heartstrings. And they finally said, okay, I think I understand what you want. And they come up and pray for their loved ones. They pray for that stranger, whatever the case may be. And the cool thing is, is, is that if you're mature enough, if you're, if you're spiritually mature enough, and you're alert enough, and you see that, it blesses your heart. You, you don't have to be the one being prayed for. You don't have to be the one praying. But you just see that, and you recognize how God's hand has moved, and you're like, woohoo. And I, I, at one point, I just did like a praise lap around the church, and I was just in awe of how he moved this morning. So, where are we going with this? I have no idea. I'm kind of making it up on the fly. All right. So, so we have to come to know him. And coming to know him comes through prayer, word, and people. We've got to be able to, to get into our, our prayer closet. We've got, to, we've got to cut out that time in our life. We've got to step away from all the noise so that we can spend time with the Father. And prayer doesn't mean just talking at God. It's a conversation. There's times when you should speak to God, that you should tell him the concerns of your heart, that you should share with him. But there's also quiet times where you need to listen. And there's a tendency people have to want to fill the silence. Just like now, that probably felt a little awkward. <laughs> But we want to fill the silence, and it feels intimidating to, to sit in that silence. But if we're going to hear that still, small voice, we've got to learn to, to separate ourselves, to push the noise aside, to be quiet and listen. And we've got to have ears to hear. You know, the, Jesus tells folks at one point that they have ears, yet they do not hear. And just because you have, physically have ears, doesn't mean that you hear. There are deaf people who have ears, and spiritually deaf people who have ears. And there are physically deaf people who have great spiritual ears. And we need to learn to, to tune our ears to God radio. 
We need to, to learn that, that to, to push aside all the distractions, all the noise, all of that stuff, and really tune in to what he's saying. And we need to, to get comfortable in that silence. We need to get comfortable in those times of prayer that we can receive what he's speaking. Because what if that still small voice is actually a shout? We just can't hear that well. And so we've, we've got to be able to get to the place where in our prayer that we can listen. And then the, the revelation coming to know him also comes through the word. It's an amazing thing in the Bible to me as, as I've spent years reading it and trying to understand it. And I'm always amazed how I can go back to something I've read over and over and over again. And yet I'll read it again and something new will jump out at me. Part of that is connecting the dots to other scriptures and other parts of the story that's there. But part of it is just that something in your spirit is just quickened by that same sentence perceived a little bit differently in a new season in your life. And it amazes me how it just jumps to life sometimes. So we've got to be able to spend time in the word and look at all the revelation that's there. Because, because praying is great. Praying is great and I... We have prayer several times here tonight, and, and honest to God, I believe that that is the reason that we see things moving. It's the reason that, that lives are changed. It, it is laying the foundation and breaking down all those walls and barriers so that we can come in here on Sunday morning with the family, with folks that are just visiting and that kind of stuff, and God will move and change lives in our midst. Because all of those things that would have come against us seeing God move on a Sunday morning were all broken down and held back by the prayers through the week. So we've got to be able to get into the word because you can't, if you're only in here and you're only getting it for an hour and a half, two hours a week, you are going to be starving throughout the week. Just like we're going to, we're going to eat today, and if you're not going to eat again until next Sunday, you're going to be really, really hungry. And you're going to be weak and, and not be ready to fight the battle through the week. You've got to be able to come back into the word and absorb the word and eat the bread of life. All right, and then the last one here that you come to know him is through people. God will put people in your lives. I like to call them divine appointments. He will put people in your lives, one for you to receive from those people, but, but also for you to bless those people. And that can come in some of the most uncommon ways. And I would say that, that probably more often than not, I kick myself because I miss it. Right? Because I, I, just transparently, I'm not as good like thinking on my feet as like Becky is. I mean, y'all, <laughs> Becky hasn't had a Christmas like present surprise in like 15 years. Because she'll just look at you and go, oh, you got me a scarf. And you're like, how do you know that? I just know. But she's just good at reading people. She's just good at recognizing the spirit that's on them. She's good at, and, and some of y'all know this, she's good at reading your mail. <laughs> some of y'all clearly know this better than others. But those divine appointments that you have, you, you have to be ready because you don't know, you never know which side of the equation you're going to be on, whether you're going to be the, the, the one 
giving the blessing, giving the word of encouragement, edifying someone, lifting them up, supporting them in their time of need, or whether you are going to be the person who's being lifted up and edified in your time of need. And so there's a preparation that needs to be done, and that's where the, the word and, and having it just in you, just having it in you. Um, uh, I, I think, Daryl, I think you're the one that says it, that, that, um, that when you squeeze him, right, just Jesus just runs out of him like a sponge, right? I mean, that, that's how we ought to operate our lives. Now, is that easy to do? Eh, maybe not, right? There, there's lots of nonsense and distraction in our lives that would take away from those things and keep us from being fully uh, joined to Jesus as we should be. However, he says that we have everything we need. We have everything we need. And everything means everything. And so why, why do people struggle? Why do people fall short? And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not. I'm not. Please don't misunderstand. I'm not saying it's easy. Balancing what, what, what's in this life and the responsibilities of this life, and especially if you have kids and balancing, you know, trying to get their healthy, good activities and the team sports and, and all of those other things and, and, and trying to be a good parent and there for the different activities, the extracurricular stuff, and, and, you know, there's just a lot. There's just a lot. But we've got to also be able to set priorities. We can't let life drag us along. We've got to be in the driver's seat, right? And so there's priorities we have to set, and sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes you have to say our schedule's too full. And that's challenging to do, and it's challenging. Everyone has to figure out what that balance is for you. Some people, you know, high-capacity people can come to an event, spend 20 minutes, say hi to everyone they want to say, and they can leave and feel satisfied. Other people want to spend 20 minutes with each person. And so everyone's got a different capacity and need, and, and, and you've got to figure out. I think that's where that scripture says about working out your own salvation. God knew that we were all going to be a little bit different, and that while the end goal is still the same, the end goal of knowing him and of, and of being a, a sold-out servant of the Most High God, ought to be the same goal for all of us, how that comes out of us between the giftings and the callings he has for us, the opportunity he sets in front of us is going to look different for everybody. All right. Um, so we have everything we need for living a godly life, and we receive all of that by coming to know him, the one who called us so beautiful, called us to himself, Called us to himself. He's the one with, over there going, yeah, over here, over here. And he calls us to himself. I love that. It's beautiful. And it says here that, that he has given us great and precious promises. And that these promises enable you to share in his divine nature. That alone says that you have access to all those other things that we talked about. His divine nature, being able to touch and heal and create and restore, to encourage, all of that stuff, we share in his divine nature. And if you read further down, and I'm not going to get into it, but it, it talks about the more and more you grow in him, the more useful you become. 
And that is 100% true. You take someone who's, who's just saved today, they're not going to be as effective in their words, in their prayer, in reaching and encouraging other people as someone who's been in the word, who knows it, who can recall the scriptures and can pull the, the, the scriptures out in the time of need. And so there, there, is a, there is an impetus and a need for us to dig into this word more. And it says that we can escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. That's a fancy way to say sin. The world's corruption by human desires is sin. It was the human desire that, that let sin into the world. And, and through this, through coming to know him, sharing in his nature, um, tapping into his divine power and divine nature, we now are able to escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. I read something this morning. It says, when your will becomes like his will, you'll have your will. And that's really true. You know, it says God will give us the desires of our heart. But when the desires of our heart are the desires of his heart, we'll have the desires of our heart. And that's what we've got to grow to. That's what we've got to grow to. We've got to become so like him in, in mind, in, in statement, in word, that the desires of our heart are the desires of his heart. So he can give us the desires of our heart. Now this morning, the beautiful thing I saw this morning was prayers being answered. Last minute switch, Nate, you got this? pressing the buttons, and I got the nod. Okay. So this morning, the beautiful thing was I saw prayers being answered. And I saw, and I saw someone who'd been praying for their family, who'd been praying for a moment. You know, probably everyone in here has got loved ones that are lost and out in the world. And we all have a burden for, for lost loved ones out in the world. But what a beautiful thing it is when those sons and daughters come in. And what a beautiful thing it is when you see them grow. And when you see the Holy Spirit and life leap into them. And when you recognize that your prayer has been answered. What a beautiful thing it is. So let me encourage you this morning that, that you are fully equipped. You are fully equipped. Every tool, knowledge, wisdom is accessible and available. And God left us this beautiful love letter for us to search through. He's invited us into a relationship with him. He's invited us to come and, and pray and spend time and be drawn into his presence. And so this morning, I want to encourage you that if you, if you don't know him, if you feel distant from him, that through your prayer, through the word, and through other people in your life, you can come to know him. 
you can come to know him at a greater level. And that really doesn't matter what stage you're at. I don't care if you're the, the most educated and knowledgeable one in the room. There are still more that can be found in prayer. There's still more revelation in the word. And there's still people that can pour into your life. We want to thank you for listening in today. At The Well, we believe in cultivating a culture for more of God. Wherever you are in your relationship and walk with God, we believe that there is always more for those who diligently seek after Him. If you would like to find out more, please check out our website at thewellmichigan.com and connect with us on social media.